Hi, everyone. Welcome to Elevate the Day. My name is Jennifer Cavello, and I'll be your host for this weekly podcast where I share my walk with God, the lessons he's teaching me, and how my life has been transformed because of my personal relationship with him through his son, Jesus. We're in season three of Elevate the Day, and the theme is, who are you? Your identity in Jesus. What does that mean? Well, you'll have to tune in to find out. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of Elevate the Day. We're in season three, as you know, and we're talking about your identity as a believer in Jesus Christ. Today, I am so happy to welcome back Reverend Karen Salisbury to the show. Karen has been on the show a few times, and every time she's on, I receive such great feedback from from all of you. So welcome back to the show, Karen. Thanks so much. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this season is all about walking in the victory that we have as believers in Christ. So I know that everyone today is going to uh, really be uh, inspired by what you're going to say, and they're going to be blessed. But before we begin, let's let's just take a moment to pray. Yes. Father God, we thank you for this day that you have made. We are grateful for all of the blessings, grace, and mercy that you give us. Help us to walk in your promises and blessings and know that you are by our side every moment until the end of the age. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So for um, if you're new to the, the show, let me give you a little bit of background about Karen. She is a graduate, as well as she was an instructor at Rama Bible Training Center in Oklahoma. She's been in ministry for over 30 years, and she's written several books, which are available on her website, karensalsbury.org. She travels around the globe, sharing what she's learned about the faithfulness of God through good times and bad. Her humor, her never give up attitude, and her love for God as well as her strong stand on his word, will bless you and inspire you. So my goal for this season of Elevate the Day is to help you see who you are in God's eyes, how you can walk in his blessings, and the authority you have to live a victorious life, all because of what Jesus did for you. So Karen, let's get started. Um, First question. Let's Let's do it. As believers in Jesus, God has given us so much, right? His word, his promises, all the way back um, to Abraham, his grace and his mercy. How do we live each day in this authority? How do we walk out his plan for our lives? Well, I think, you know, it seems to me like I always have the same answers to your questions, Jennifer, but of course, my answer is the word of God because. You know, the Bible is like our instruction manual for life, if you will. You know, some people say babies don't come with an instruction manual. Life doesn't come with an instruction manual. But I think it does. It comes, the Bible is God talking to us. And he's given us every instruction that we will ever need to live a victorious life right there in his word. It's him talking to you. 
And so without reading the Bible, you just, it's like trying to put together a piece of furniture without the directions, without the instruction manual. And so I just think that if we discipline ourselves into this daily Bible reading habit, that's the first step to living a life of victory. Mm. And, you know, and uh, of course, I agree 100 percent. And yes, we have, you know, talked about this a few times, um, you know, when you've been on the show and, you know, so many people, you know, see this big, thick Bible and they say, oh, my gosh, it's so big. I, you know, I can't do it. I can't do it. But truly, if we develop the discipline um, to just take a little bit at a time, um, it is doable, number one. Absolutely. And secondly, you know, that's where God's talking to us. Yeah. You know, it's not just a big history book. It really is where God talks to us and we get to know him better. And I, I, I think, you know, you'll agree without knowing who he is, we don't know who we are. Yeah. So, you know, it's done for us in Christ that so much of our victory has already been paid for. You know, he's mm. given us every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. We're not asking him to do something. It, we're actually receiving what he's already done. But if you don't read the book, you don't know what he's already done. Well, and also what I find fascinating, especially since I've been attending Bible college these last few years, is that you get to see what he has done with other people. Yeah. And some of those people are a little cray cray. And <laughs> most. <laughs> most of the people are a little cray cray. But, you know, I think what really makes it come to life is that you can see, well, God did it for these people. And they're, you know, a little bit worse off maybe than I am. Yeah. So therefore, you, uh, I think it helps you to see that he'll do it for you as well. Yeah, it's how you, you know, the way that, say, you and I get to trust each other and know each other is we go through certain experiences together to the point where I know what you'll do in a given situation and you know what I'll do in a given situation. And that's really what these stories are in the Bible for, you know, what all the scripture is in there for us. So we'll know, we won't wonder what's God going to do. We'll know him and we'll recognize how he talks and what's from him and how he thinks and what he'll do in a given situation. We, that's what we get from these stories and from this, you know, from the whole word. And, you know, what I have found as well is that um, it makes it very clear, you know, yes. and it makes discerning, you know, decisions in your life a little bit easier because you've got a, a manual, you have past experience, if you will, by looking at the lives of other people to say, you know, I don't think this is God or, you know what, this is God and I'm, I'm moving forward. So sometimes the Bible is about how not to do it. Exactly. Of people who goofed up and and God's saying, hello, look at this. Don't do this. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, he he says very plainly, I I give you the option to choose life or death, you know, choose life. He gave us the answer to the test and, you know, it's in there, you know, it's all in there. Um, So, you know, in, um, in the Bible, uh, you know, where we read about becoming a a new creature, a new creation, um, once we become believers in in Jesus and and accept all that he has done for us on the cross with his resurrection, etc. And, you know, putting on that new man, if you will, um, 
the, the pastor of my church is talking about this right now is, is putting on the new man, letting go of, of the old um, is really how we are supposed to be living if we want to live in victory, is letting go of the old, putting on the new. Can you talk a little bit about what does it mean to be a new creation in Christ? Yeah, that's it. Well, that to me is the biggest miracle that God does. Right. I mean, you know, we've heard about miracles. He parts the Red Sea. He does. You know, he created the heavens and the earth. He is a miracle working God. He's done healing miracles. He's done all these miracles. But the greatest miracle that God does is to make a human new mm. on the inside. You know, any whosoever will receive him as Lord He'll make a new creature. You know, I mean, I'm looking here in my Bible about in, in verse uh, in Second Corinthians 5, 21, where it says, for he made God made Jesus who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. Mm-hmm. That's what a new creature is. New creatures are something completely different than you used to be. And I think about this, you know, God looks at the earth and he only sees two kinds of people. Mm-hmm. those who are new creatures and those who aren't yet. And those are two completely different kinds of being. If you're born again, you're a completely different kind of being than someone who is not. Mm. And, and I think that takes a while to dawn on our spirits, you know, because we identify with the old kind of person we used to be. We identify with our neighbor or our friend who isn't born again, mm-hmm. isn't a new creature because we were like that. But now you're something completely different and you need to renew your mind to that, if I can say it that way, which means you have to read your Bible and see how God sees you. You are different inside now. You are alive unto God now. You have his spirit in you. You hear you hear his voice, which is remarkable and amazing. And that's what makes you different from those Old Testament stories we read about. Those guys were not alive on the inside like us. Mm-hmm. We have that victory going for us in Christ. We are different beings than those who are without hope and without help in the world. You know, I love what, what you said that we have to renew our minds because right. God doesn't give us a new mind. You know, right. we still have all those old tapes and stories and you know, negative experiences, et cetera, that we have to, you know, ease out, if you will. And, you know, I have found for myself that the best way to do that is to just start speaking what I know to be true. So the Bible. Exactly. Speaking God's word. Exactly. So if I'm waking up and I'm feeling, you know, tired or unmotivated or whatever, you know, I can flip that around and say, I can do all things through Christ, who is my strength. Let the weak say, I am strong. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So there's a counterpart to, you know, every negative thought or feeling or whatever that's percolating in your head. And yeah. that wants to rise up and, and cripple us and put us back where we were. Um, and, and so to your point earlier, knowing God's word and being able to speak it out loud, um, uh, you know, it, it really charges us up and, and gives us that strength to, to live in the victory that Jesus died for us to have. Um, yeah, absolutely. I like to, I like to call it thought replacement therapy. <laughs> yeah. You know how you can't say, I'm not going to think on that. I'm not going to think on that. I'm not going to think on that, mm-hmm. you know, because your little brain just can't be empty. It's yeah. got to think on something. So instead of those negative thoughts, you are not enough. You did it wrong. Nobody likes you. God's mad at you, whatever thoughts that you 
used to have or are tempted to have again, poor me, you have to, you have to, to get rid of those thoughts, you have to think some other thoughts, right. like you said. And that means you, the best thing to replace those thoughts, of course, is the word of God. Right. To say, let the weak say, I am strong. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can pull down. I, I'm reading here in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Cast down every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing every thought into captivity. Mm. Woo! Every thought, Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I picture this cowboy with a lasso, you know, grabbing that thought and and like flinging it away. And, you know... Emptying your mind is impossible because it's always going to be something that's coming through that's trying to grab your attention. And it's like when you want more of something, you've got to put put it in there. Yes. And, and, you know, I have this terrific confession card that um, was given out at our church recently. And let me tell you, these are powerful biblical God's word statements yeah. that you can declare every single day. And I've, I've made it available to, to my listeners as well as to my blog followers. And let me tell you, they have the power to transform not only, you know, your mind, but you know, your entire life. So, yeah. And that's the only way mm-hmm. to change your being, your mind, really. Like you said, we're new creatures in our spirit, but God didn't save our mind. Yeah. Our mind has to be renewed and we do that. Yeah. You know, and so we do it by just exactly like you're saying, by saying what God says about us instead of what we think. My spiritual father used to say you it, with thoughts. It, don't be surprised when you have devil thoughts or worldly thoughts or carnal thoughts or negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. It, thoughts are like birds that fly over your head. You can't stop them from flying over your head, but you can stop them from making a nest in your hair. <laughs> you know, love that. Yeah. In other words, you do get to be in charge of what you think of. Don't feel bad because you had a negative thought or you had a wrong thought or you feel not saved today or you're feeling not victorious in Christ. But instead, take hold of those thoughts by saying, no, I'm going to think this instead mm-hmm. and take hold of your confession card like you have or open your Bible and say what God says about you. That's the key right. to a victorious life. Absolutely. And, and not letting those thoughts take root, you know, don't water them, don't fertilize them. Right. <laughs> don't, you know, get, don't get pet them. them. Don't pet them. Yes, exactly. You know, get them out of here as, as quick as you can. So, um, you know, everyday practices, we've, we've talked about this in the past reading, you know, the word of God and, um, you know, really studying and meditating on it. But I also think, that it's important to be around other like-minded people so that yes. on those days when you're having difficulty, you can pick up the phone and, you know, talk to someone who can encourage you. Um, and I know that when I, you know, watch your coffee with Karens, you know, <laughs> um, I love them. I love them um, that, you know, they're very encouraging. So, you know, talk a little bit about the importance of, you know, believers coming together, assembling together, you know, which is a little, you know, hard right now because of COVID still with, with coming together in church. But can you talk a little bit about the importance of, you know, that companionship in, in Christ, if you will? Well, I just think it's absolutely vital. Of course, Hebrews says, don't forsake the gathering of yourselves together, mm-hmm. especially as the days grow scarier. that's the Karen version of that scripture. But yeah, yeah, I mean, the scarier days grow, go get with other Christians. It doesn't mean shut out the unsaved world, of course, but we get our strength from each other. 
Mm. You know, no one was meant to be an island. We are the body of Christ. We are not individual. I mean, we are individual members, but we belong together. We are herd animals, you know, so as much as you can go to church and have Christian friends and have a Bible study with other Christians and have somebody, like you said, you can call up and say, quick, tell me something good because (laughs) I can't seem to have a good thought in my head right now, you know, and I think everybody gets there, but to have Christian friends and to have Christian mentors. And if you don't just ask the Lord, you know, put me in a group. I've been thinking a lot about the early church, you know, like in the book of Acts and what did they do? They were persecuted and they were tortured and they were jailed. But what did they do when they got out of jail? They went to their company. They went to hang out with their friends who could tell them, yes, you suffered, but we're all going on for Christ. You know, absolutely. It says they gathered together in homes and had dinner together. They broke bread together. Mm -hmm. They they were gathering strength from each other. And I just think that's absolutely vital. Don't be, it's easy to be, uh, what's the word, you know, uh, where you're insulated and you don't, and you don't see a lot of people, especially in today's, you know, environment but don't and the devil's always wanting to separate you off from people he wants you to be offended with your word bringer he wants you to be offended with other christians so that you're that he's got you off to the side yeah you know and and you can't you need other people well and i think that's critical what you just said that he does want to separate us because when we're all alone in our homes isolated isolated then what happens? The the crazy yeah. thoughts start going through your head. That and there's nobody there to stop them. You just exactly. have them over and over and over. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, um, I think even in these times, especially, you know, winter's coming on here in the, in the Northeast, we're still in COVID land and everything. And, and you've got it, you know, yeah. in the West there, you got it worse than us, I think. Um, you know, it's going to be, uh, you know, potentially a struggle for some people. And that's why, you know, I'm, I'm grateful in this day and age that we've got, you know, podcasts and YouTube channels and Facebook pages. And, but, you know, most importantly, you know, we've got that, that book in our hands that can help lift us up. I think I've been spending more time listening to just good preaching these days. Mm. You know what I mean? I go to Kenneth Copeland's website and I go to Andrew Womack's website and I just let people talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, tell me the word, you know, even while I'm cooking or doing something Mm -hmm. else. Have the word going in your into your heart and into your mind. You know, and I, I also have been putting on, um, you know, some Christian music as well. Yes. And, you know, I've got a musical background. I, I don't claim to be a singer of any sort. That's why I, you know, sing in the shower and sing in the car where it's safe. <laughs> and um, But, you know, I do find that that also lifts my mood. And even if you don't know what to say. And you don't know where to go in the Bible. Sometimes just putting on some uplifting music has the power to, you know, really yes. change your mood, if you will. And yes. You up. So it's kind of like setting yourself up for success. Yes. You know, you know what encourages you. So do more of that. Exactly. And, you know, and I wrote about this in my blog last week about we can't just you know, magically think it's going to go away. Like, okay, I woke up. I don't feel that great today. So I'm just going to wish I feel better. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to like magically think like maybe after the coffee kicks in. There you go. <laughs> which there is power there. <laughs> yes. But we do have to play a part. You know, uh, we're partners with God and, you know, we have to do our part and know that he's going to do do his part. So, you know, how do people, you know, kind of 
start to trust God, that he is going to do what he says he will do for them? How, how do they move from, from that? Well, I think it's life experience. You know, I mean, the more you dig into the word, the more you find him there. And the more you, every time you take a step of faith and find him, he meets you and it comes to pass the way he said, you got one more notch in your belt to say, ha, devil, you've come too late. I remember when that happened, you know, I've got, that's why in the Old Testament, they built these, um, you know, they put a pile of rocks oh, yeah. when something good happened, mm-hmm. you know, they built an altar because then that every time they passed that, they'd remember, well, God did it before, so he can do it again. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happens with us too. You know, if you just know my answer's in the word, I'm going to go to the word until I see the victory and then whoop, got the victory, got another one. See devil, look what happened last time. This is going to happen again. Mm-hmm. You know, it comes from your, your walk and experience with God and you just keep seeing him be faithful. I think it's important to be thankful and rehearse these amazing things. Rehearse your salvation. Mm -hmm. Rehearse how far you've come in Christ. Rehearse the blessings, the benefits, the good things. The more you do that, the more you'll see more of that. Well, you know, that's a a great point. I was actually this morning, I had a a bunch of of work to do and I was feeling a little bit overwhelmed, not going to lie. And I was like, I'm running, you know, I felt like I was running out of time to get everything done. And then I, you know, I remembered, you know, how one time it, it felt like anyway, God literally stopped time for me so that I could get everything done that I needed to do. And that memory came to me this morning and I said, he did it before. And he will do it again. again. And today I'm, you know, finished with my work and had, you know, a a little bit of time even before you and I were coming together. And I thought, you know, thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. I I woke up a little frazzled thinking I wasn't going to get it done. And here I ended up having all this extra time. Yeah. So praise the Lord. Right. (laughs) Right. And, you know, the same thing is happening to me. You know, I write books and I have this, uh, thing for myself, I set a certain number of words I'm supposed to write every day. Mm-hmm. Well, in real life, <laughs> say that, let's say I hit a thousand words. I'm supposed to hit a thousand words every day. Wow. Some days are like 200 words days and every word was, you know, to get on the page. <laughs> but what I've learned after writing five books and doing this again and again and again, is that if I have a 200 word day and it was torture and painful and I want to beat my head against the wall, tomorrow will probably be a 2000 word day, mm-hmm. you know? I don't, I, you know, the the Bible talks in the, I think it's in the message Bible talks about the unforced rhythms of grace and God has a grace on our lives to live our life, to be us Mm -hmm. and and to get done what we need to do in this day. Mm -hmm. And so you don't, if you don't force it, it's like, if it's not coming together today, I know it'll come. I've, I've, I've been around God long enough to know. And I trust him enough to know that it'll come together tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of, like you talk about being overwhelmed by too many things. And, and so if, if you don't see the answer today, just say, Father, I know tomorrow is going to be a better day. Mm-hmm. I trust you. Yeah. I know you're helping me. And th- those are faith thoughts. Those are faith words. You know, you are God. You are big. You are bringing this to pass, even though I don't see it right now. Exactly. And um, and what I wrote actually today in my journal is I, I wrote the three big projects I had to do. And I said, you know what? God's bigger than that one and that one and that one. Yes. And he's bigger than actually all three of them put yes. together. So, you know, just that that concept in my head, knowing that I was like, what do you you have nothing to worry about? 
That's right. You know, put it in put it in God's hands, and and this will be good. Um, you know, he says in Philippians in Philippians four six, don't fret or have any anxiety about anything, which I think covers everything. Yeah. But in everything by prayer, request, and thanksgiving, mm-hmm. let your wants be made unto God, and then the peace that passes all understanding will guard your heart and mind. Man, that's a great scripture for life, isn't it? That is fantastic, and and I can attest to the, that piece. Um, yes, it does surpass any understanding. Like it makes no sense for me to be at peace during all of this stuff going on. And yeah. for those listening, like how can I get that peace? Well, you know, put your trust and your faith in God, and you know, boom. I you know, it doesn't happen yes. in a second, but it you know, it definitely does happen as you get to know Him. So well, and even write that scripture out on a card. Like you have your confession card, write that out on a card. And every time you feel the stress or every time the peace goes away, get it out, read it, say it and trust because the word of God is alive. It's not just words on a page. It's the very spirit of the living God. Jesus Mm -hmm. is the word. And so as you read it and say it, especially in crunch times, Mm. you're going to see supernatural things happen in your heart and in your mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Karen, this, as always, has been wonderful. And I could chat with you for hours and hours here. Talk and talk. I know, I know. But I I just want to, you know, number one, I want to thank you for, you know, taking time to, to talk with our listeners today about this important topic. I think that in these crazy times we're living in, it's so important for each of us to know who we are and and walk yes. the way that we need to be walking because you know we're living in perilous times. So um, I thank you for being on the show today and and I know that everyone listening has been blessed and and I pray that every single person, you know, picks up their bible, picks up, you know, a devotional uh, of some sort and starts to really, you know, know the word of God and when you know the word of God you you know God um yes who he is so how can people get in touch with you Karen if they want to learn more about you or read your books you can do it all on my website karensalisbury.org that's Salisbury like the steak s-a-l-i-s-b-u-r-y and um you can read the first parts of all my books there you can contact me there you can watch video you can do a million things on my website so come on over and say hi Yes, it's jam-packed with lots of great stuff, lots of great stuff. So thanks again, Karen, and and thanks to everyone who was listening in today. I will be back next week for another episode of Elevate the Day, and I sure hope you'll tune in. So until next week, God bless you always with his grace, mercy, and love. May you know who you are and fulfill his great and wonderful plan for your life. Have a blessed day, everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Elevate the Day. My new book, Finding God, Finding Me, is now available on Amazon in ebook or paperback. This is a true beauty for ashes story and the transformation that God did in me. Pick up a copy today. When you visit my website, jennifercavello.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly Elevate the Day newsletter, which I send out every Sunday morning. And don't forget to follow Elevate the Day on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I welcome your feedback and ideas for future shows, as well as suggestions for guests. Just go to my website, that's jennifercavello.com, to email me. And be sure to tell your friends about my podcast so you can elevate their day too. God bless you and have a wonderful day.